Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Pulp Hockey Show with Ray Ferraro and Steve Mathis. Support the show by clicking the Amazon banner on PulpHockey.com before shopping. Follow the show on Twitter at Pulp Hockey. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Stitcher or your favorite podcast app. With such a limited time to waste, why worry about your watercraft? AllPointsInsurance.ca, all risk, agreed value protection on your watercraft. Don't waste any of the time this summer worrying about how to protect your property in the event of an accident or a theft. Let Wyatt Dowling ensure you are properly covered again. AllPointsInsurance.ca. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Appreciate it. Now, Ray's cell phone gets a little sketchy in the beginning, so hang in there. We fix it early on in the show. Um, Just something that we got to put up with as the hotel phone wasn't really working that well. So uh, thanks again for putting up with that in the beginning of the show. Then we get on with the rest of race picks and some Stanley Cup predictions. Thanks for listening, everybody. On to the show. All right, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Pulp Hockey Podcast. Thank you for listening. Playoff preview time. Yeah, exciting. Uh, The playoffs kick off tonight, Wednesday, April 11th, and this is a fantastic uh, time of the year to be a hockey fan. So thank you, everybody, for listening. Please get it on iTunes, get it on Stitcher, get it uh, wherever you uh, get podcasts from. Or you can go to pulphockey.com, of course. Always go there. All right, let's get right into the playoffs. So I'm Steve Mathis. With me on the line, a man who got the series that he wanted to cover on NBC Sports. TSN broadcaster, former NHL player, Ray Ferraro. What's up, Ray? How are you? Uh, I'm good. I, uh, I was uh, in Toronto last night, Tuesday night. And uh, so I jumped on a plane this morning because I'm the only guy that flies from Vancouver to Vegas through Toronto. <laughs> And so uh, it is now about 1 o'clock, I guess, from Vegas. I just got here. And, um, all set, ready to go. Going uh, to be wild in there tonight. Yeah. And um, can't wait. Absolutely. You'd said last week that sign you up for the, for the Knights King series, and it worked. It happened. Oh, who doesn't want that, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Look at the cities. Look at the – you know, there's so many years, Steve, where, um, you know, you, even if you get a great series – um, the travel is just awful. Yep. It's murder, you mm-hmm. know, and it just, at this time of the year, I mean, I'm over, you know, again, we're just talking about me here, but I'm well over 125,000 miles yeah. for the hockey season, 150,000 miles close. And so flying 45 minutes back and forth, yeah. that seems really good. <laughs> I'm happy. You'll take it, right? And yeah, oh yeah, you and I can hang out. Well, that's not going to happen, but I mean, it could. It could happen, you know. Right, right. I've got uh, I've got a business meeting tonight after the game. Um, the guy wears a black jacket. Yeah. And uh, he flips cards over, so <laughs> I have uh, I have a business meeting that I need to attend. Yeah, I can see how this is going to go. The the whole series. Wow, good news. The wife and I are going to Game Three in L.A. So maybe we can hook up there. So, see, so. Now, you guys, it's crazy how your wife has turned into a super fan. Yes. Yes. Isn't that crazy? It is. It is unbelievable. She is uh, all in on this. Cup in one. 
and uh, she's not happy with a lot of the uh, the experts' picks for that series. We'll get into that in a second, but yeah, we are we are flying. I'm flying from Minneapolis. I got a race on Saturday in Minneapolis. I can't go to Game Five. She or Game Two. She's going, and then I am flying on Sunday from Minneapolis to LAX. She's meeting me there, and we are going to go see Game Three. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's, um, and you know the other thing too, Steve is like, you know, the building in LA. You know, everybody's going to talk about the atmosphere around here tonight at, mm-hmm. uh, at T-Mobile because it's the first game. It's going to be crazy and wild and Vegasy and all that stuff. But LA has as good a game production and sound yeah. as anybody, and that is going to be that'll be wild in there too. Like yeah. this is this is going to be really fun. Is yeah. Basically, is the best time of the year for a hockey fan is, I, in my mind, first round because there's so much going on, and now you've got two places that are going to be, you know, out of control basically, and yeah. and and the unknown, like you know, what's Vegas going to be like? I mean, we've all or not we've all, I guess, a lot of us have said, oh, they're going to come back to life. They're going to come back to life, and um, we've been saying that for seven months. Yeah. And so maybe this is what they are. But I, I think it will be a challenge for them. Uh, the one thing I will say about this, uh, about Vegas, is we, you're, of course, they're an expansion team, and they're new, but they're not inexperienced. No. You know, this is, a, this is an older team. You know, they don't have a whole bunch of rookies that somehow made the playoffs. they got an older group of guys because that's what they selected. they got a, a good team. They've got a really experienced goalie. You know, a three-time cup winner. So, I think, I think it's scare the Kings. I, I really do. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into our predictions, I guess, uh, to start. We don't have a ton of time. It's game day for you and uh, game day for me, too, by the way. But uh, we'll, go, we'll go with the, the rounds that – okay, so Tampa Bay, New Jersey. You like, uh, you like uh, Tampa Bay? Uh, I do. Um, even with their problems coming down the stretch, I yep. like Tampa in this series. Um, I don't think it's quite as easy, maybe, as, as you know, the score. I think the games will be, I think they'll win in five, yep. you know, 4-1. Yep. But I don't think it's going to be, you know, a steamroll. Like, the games aren't going to be 6 nothing. Yep. You know, I don't think games are like that anymore. One thing I'm really curious about uh, from the Jersey perspective is, um, you know, Taylor Hall's never played in a playoff game before. Um, you know, it's his first nine years. He's in yeah. finally. You know, good for him. I'm curious to watch him play, but also from a Jersey perspective, and you know, somehow Corey Schneider hasn't won a game since December 27th. Yeah, and Keith Kincaid's the goalie. And so, Chris, how, how's he going to do? I think it's a a really cool storyline. And um, but I just I think Jersey's. Um, they fought like hell to get in, and it's a, you know they were last in the Eastern Conference last year, and they make the playoffs. It's remarkable, but I don't think they're enough to beat Tampa. Yep, and uh, Winnipeg, Minnesota. Uh, you like Winnipeg, right? No doubt. Uh, I do. I, I well, I think Winnipeg's one of the best teams in the league, mm-hmm. and so you know, unfortunately for Minnesota, they line up you know in their division, and oh great, congratulations to the playoffs. You get one of the best teams in the league. Their problem, of course, don't lie in Suter. And, you know, for a team that is a, a really balanced approach, you know, they don't have a superstar score. They, you know, Suter is their, is their big boy on defense. Now they have to do everything by committee. I just don't think they have enough to stay in that series. That, that to me, could be in a five-game series. 
And Nashville, Colorado is probably the quickest series. Um, Colorado right now has got some injuries, and Nashville is rolling. So uh, you like Nashville. I, I don't <clears throat> I don't see this being much of a series, mm-hmm. and it's a shame, and it sounds disrespectful to Colorado. It's just they don't they don't have the number one goalie, Semyon Varlamov. Jonathan Bernier's battled injuries for the past two months, so he's the goalie. Um, and if it's not him, it's Andrew Hammond. Um, Eric Johnson, you know, they're, they're big name on the blue line, and mm-hmm. he won't play. Um, they, they look like they're a one-line team most of the time, the McKinnon, Ranton, and uh, Landeskog line. But I just, you know, Nashville's too good. Yeah, yeah. Again, I, I, I have a tough time predicting a sweep. I could see Colorado winning a game, but um, no more than that. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the into the individual series here and and get Ray Ferraro's predictions. Uh, so, like we touched on, Vegas Kings, the one you're doing, the one I'm going to. Um, a lot of people, uh, Vegas finished 11 points ahead, but uh, in the previews I've been reading and the analytics, a lot of people like the Kings in this one, right? Well, I mean, they're good. They're they're battle tested. They're um, their top players have had amazing seasons. Kopitar, Brown. Dowdy, quick. Yeah. They've had unbelievable Dustin seasons. Dustin Brown is. Oh, and is by just, the way, they yeah. got Jeff Carr. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, in this series, I see, you know, one real strength for the Kings is their top two centers in Kopitar and Carter are, I think, a real advantage for Los Angeles. Talking about William Carlson, who's probably in the conversation for. The, the Lady Bing, the Selkie, and the most valuable player. Mm-hmm. But Vegas's top two centers are, are Carlson and Eric Halla. I think this is a significant advantage for, for the Kings. Um, I, I, I think they can control part of the game that Vegas has been able to control during the regular season because those two guys are so good. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I really wonder whether L.A.'s defense can handle Vegas's speed. Now, Jake Muzzin, at this time, it's about 1.15 on Wednesday. Um, he's questionable. He's been skating, hasn't really taken much contact. He's got a shoulder injury. Um, if he's not in, mm-hmm. their defense is really vulnerable. Um, Derek Forbert, who is an under-the-radar, sneaky good player, he's out. So that would be half of their top four missing tonight. If Muzzin comes back, then they can work around Muzzin, Doughty, Martinez, Fanoff. And then you can spot in uh, Paul Ledoux, who is one of their young guys. Like, all of a sudden, the defense seems okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But Muzzin is a key. But the speed advantage goes to Vegas. Uh, Goaltending, I think, is a wash. Yep. Um, There's nobody on Vegas like Drew Doughty. You know, like no. there's not many teams that have anyone near Drew Doughty. <laughs> right, exactly. um, but but Vegas's defense has been pretty good. I wonder how they'll do in a playoff series. I don't know. Uh, I, I think this. I think this is as hard a series to have. I think Vegas in seven. Um, but I think it's going to be, uh, you know, a, a little bit of con- of contrasting styles. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit of new versus old. Because the Kings are, you know, they've been a fantastic team now since they're, you know, the the, the cup in, yeah. I guess it was 20, 2012 when they won the first time. And, I mean, they missed the playoffs once, but they've, they've got experience. They're, they know how to play. 
I think they're really good. I'm just I'm going to pick Vegas, and I don't say it with much confidence. Like much of these series, yeah. all, they seem to be so much coin flips. But yeah. I'll, I'll pick Vegas in this one. I'll tell my wife that because she's very worried about your pick here, so she'll be happy. Um, I'll tell you what I went to two Vegas Kings games, and you talked about Vegas Speed Ray, and they are that they they skated a lot of teams right out of the building. You know where they didn't skate out of the building was the Kings because the Kings mucked it up with them. They started face-washing them. They started punching them. They started hitting them. I was very much surprised at how the, the Vegas played down to the Kings in the games I saw. And they split the season well, series. Well, there's one, there's one thing, Steve, one thing that is super important for any team in the playoffs, and that is you got here by playing a certain style. Mm-hmm. Don't try to be what you're not. So yep, yep. If, if they think, that being Vegas, that they're going to – Oh, we'll show LA we're tough and we can hang in there. Then they're going to lose. Yep. Yep. When when the whistle blows, if I'm Gerard Gallant, who was a really tough bugger when he played, I'd be telling my team, "Whistle blows, get out." Yep. Somebody grabs you, turn around and get out. Don't scrum because any scrum is in their favor. Yep. Anytime the game gets dragged down around the boards, man, the Kings are really good, and they. This style is ingrained in them. It's easy for them to play. And uh, David Perron's out for Vegas, uh, which is a bit of a uh, – they kind of said they were arresting him near the end of the year, but he's not going tonight. Well, he's out and maybe and possible. And, you know, of course, in the playoffs, yeah. <laughs> you're trying to get information on the player. You might as well ask for the bank code because you're not getting that either. Right, right. Uh, I'll pick the Kings. Uh, I'm going to keep track of these. I'm going to pick the Kings. Um all right, Anaheim, San Jose. Anaheim really came on late in the year, and uh, they got home ice. Uh, the Ducks also, um, they did really well in the season series. Or Sharks did really well in the season series, though. And Anaheim, the analytics all look towards San Jose. But for me, Ray, I like Anaheim just because they are so playoff-tested and battled. These guys, Perry, Getzlaff, and these guys, Gibson, the, man, they know how to win in this time of year. They do. I think this is, a, this is maybe a throwback series. You know, so much of the other series are about speed and not this one. Yep. This one, I think, is a trench series. Um, I picked San Jose, uh, and the, the tipping point for me, uh, two things. One is Perry had a really down year, mm-hmm. and we might start, be starting to see a time where he struggles, where the pace of the game, even though San Jose is not a burning team, um, that it's too much for him. But he had a struggle this year, um, and that's one thing to note. Another is they don't have Cam Fowler in this series, and yep. I think Fowler is essential to their team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're—I just don't know how they replace him. You know, they brought in Francois Beauchemin in the summer to be a—you know—a depth guy, play him once every couple of—you know, play him two out of three games. He played all the time, and so I think he's going to have trouble in the playoffs. I—I I just. Yep. Eventually, you just your legs can't take you where you want to go anymore. Right. Um, Evander Kane has been an excellent addition for San Jose. Um, you know, Gibson's had trouble staying healthy, um, and when he's not been healthy, Ryan Miller's done well in goal for Anaheim. I, I think again another close series, but yeah, I, I just I like San Jose. I think they're healthier. Um, you know, they don't have Joe Thornton, but they haven't had him all year, more yeah. or less. Um, I think they're healthier, and I think they're primed to win this series. You know what I mean, though, about the Ducks, right? Like, you know, they, you just, oh yeah, oh man, you 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 look at their individualness, and you're like, ah, but they just seem to be greater than the sum of all their parts in this time of year. And, and, and yeah, they they, you know, you talked about the Kings dragging the game down. Yeah, 
man, the Ducks can pull it right into the mud, and then it's <laughs> yeah, tough. They, they can. They did that with the Jets, you know, a couple years ago. The same thing. And uh, All right, okay, let's move to the Eastern Conference. Let's leave the Leafs for last. I want to hear what you got to say, because I didn't see the playoff predictions down here in the USA show last night. But uh, Pittsburgh, Philly. Pittsburgh, Philly, uh, man, I think this thing's going to be closer than people think. Uh, a lot of people like the Penguins, but I think it's going to be closer. What do you think, Ray? Well, I don't, I don't trust Philly's goaltending at all, mm-hmm. like not one bit. <laughs> right. And, and so that's a, that's a real issue for them. Um, now, you know, if Philly takes any penalties, that's a bad strategy because Pittsburgh's power play is dynamite. Um, Philly's had a surprising year to me. Uh, Claude Giroux, an MVP-type season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Couturier, as, you know, they basically dragged him into an offensive role, and he's been he's had an, he's had an outstanding year. Yep. I just think Pittsburgh is a little more ready. Um, well, not a little more. Yeah. A lot more ready than Philadelphia. Okay. Um, a lot of these guys for Philly haven't played in the playoffs much. Um you know, a lot of their younger guys, their defense, Gostas Bear, Provorov, um, those guys are important pieces for them. They've never played before. And now they're going to be tasked with getting a hold of Crosby and Malkin and Kessel. And, mm-hmm. you know, Broussard is back now, too. This, is, this team is built from the forward back. Um, they better hope Matt Murray's good because, yeah. um, you know, they don't have the security blanket of Marc-Andre Fleury anymore. No, and it is Brian Elliott to start, I believe. So, um, for, right, for yeah. Yep. Um, It'll be interesting for sure. Ray, in, in your experience, would you rather be hot down the stretch for a team or would you rather have tons of playoff experience? Or, I mean, a little mix of both is good, of course, but if you had to pick one of those. Well, I, I'd, like to, I'd like to be on a good team, however that is. Yeah, of course. You know, so right. if that means you're playing well, mm-hmm. great. Um, the no experience thing is it matters. It really does because it helps you with your composure. It helps you not to panic. It helps you to be a little more patient. Um, but the first playoff series I was in, we won. Yeah. Um, there was about 10 of us, 11 of us, never been in a playoff series before, and we won. The first 10 minutes, we didn't touch the puck. We just got <laughs> lucky that our goalie was outstanding. Right. Like literally in Quebec, we yeah. never touched the puck. Yeah. And Mike Liu was brilliant, and somehow we stayed in the game and we ended up winning. We lost in the next round. Yeah. The next year, we had playoff experience. We had 100 points when it was yeah. harder to get 100 points because there were no overtime wins. And then we lost in the first round. Yeah, You would think it would have gone the other way around. Sure. But, yep. you know, so the experience thing does matter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it gives you some comfort that you know what the hell's going on when the game starts going really fast. But you can win without it. Uh, yeah, your your upset of the Nordiques was big back in the day. They were they were a really good team. That was big for the. They world. were really good. Yeah, yeah, they were really good, and they probably looked at us as a inexperienced kind of a ragtag bunch, and and we beat them. Um, you know, like it. Yeah. The series gets quick on you in a hurry. You lose two games, which is nothing in the you know in the regular season, but you lose two games, and you start thinking, oh man, we only got two more bullets here. That's it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm taking it you like Pittsburgh in a in a rather quick series, like five or six? Six. Yeah. Okay. I think I think Philly will win a couple of times, but sure. um I just don't think I don't think they've got enough. All right. Uh Capitals Blue Jackets, Philip Grubauer is starting for the Caps. This is a bit of a surprise. Hope he hasn't been that great, but still he's you know got 
tons of experience on his resume. Um, Columbus ended the year pretty good. They uh, they were they played well in the last quarter. What do you make, Ray? Well, I think the I think the winner of this series has a chance to go. Well, of course they have a chance, but has a really good chance to go to the Eastern Conference Final. Oh, okay. I, I think look pa- look past these two teams at your own peril. Um, mm, you know, Washington, we've kind of thrown in our back pockets, and oh, their windows passed. And man, they got a hundred points again. They're yeah. they're the first place team. Yep. Right. Like they're. It's not like they're they lucked into this or they stumbled into this. So I, I think Washington is is still pretty decent. Their defense, I'm. You know, I'm a little leery of their. Um, mm-hmm. They're they're more inexperienced than they'd like, um, but but that's what they've got. They're they're a forward heavy team. Um, Columbus, on the other hand, I, you know, they've got an excellent defense. Uh, Seth Jones has had a a Norris Trophy consideration season. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobrovsky is an outstanding goalie that has never played well in the playoffs. Um, you know, Columbus's power play is been really good down the stretch. I think they were 13-1-1 and to get into the playoffs. They're, they're really good. Um, I picked <laughs> right. Columbus in this series. Okay. Um, and and I, I like them. I, th- I think they're a good team. I think it's a 100% chance. Well, if you pick Columbus, Ray, I'm going to pick – I pick Washington because I've been saying for a while, I think we're all discounting them and saying their window is – is gone, and this is when teams strike a lot of times in the in the history of the NHL. But um, I think there's a hundred percent chance, Ray, that we see Holtby win or lose. Do you agree? What do you mean? Like we see? Well, win. They're not going to see him if he if Grubauer. I mean, Holtby hasn't stopped anything for about two months. I know, but you I, go back to the playoffs. Well, yeah. I don't care. So play a reputation or play the guy that stops the puck. Mm-hmm. Okay. You uh-huh. remember what the playoffs were like last year? He was on two wheels the whole time. Yep. Yeah, he wasn't wasn't that good. Right. I th- you know, so I maybe it's a bit of a roll of the dice, but Grubauer's mm-hmm. been the better guy. And Barry Trotz has no road left. You know, like they win this series or he's done. Yeah. yeah. And um, so you can't be waiting around and hoping. I think they've already done that. Heck, if they win this series, but they lose the next one, it could be done, right? Like, well, yeah, right. I mean, right, I don't yeah, know yeah. what the plan is there, but it, <laughs> right. it doesn't seem great. No, it doesn't. It doesn't look very good. It seems like cup or bust for Barry Trotz. Um, interesting. Okay, so, yeah, I like the Caps in this one. Uh, Toronto, Boston. What do you got, Ray? I picked Boston. Um, I picked them deep. And, you know, as deep as the series can go. Mm-hmm. I don't see much difference between the teams. These are the series where I feel like I'm just guessing. <laughs> right. You know, like, of course Toronto can beat Boston. Yeah. Of course they can. Yep. Um, of, of course Boston can win this series. It, you know, it's never too much of a stretch to say the goaltenders are going to play a big part in this because Rask has either been really good yeah. or not so good. He was great beginning of the year. Anderson. Just great. Yep. But oh, he was. Yep. Uh, well, not right at the beginning because Hudobin played four games in a row in like November, mm-hmm. and then Rask didn't lose for twenty games. Right, that was his best stretch. Um, Anderson has not been good for the last six weeks, and that has to be a concern because Toronto's defense is not, you know, is not yeah. great. It's it's pretty good. It's adequate. I think a key to the series is Nikita Zaitsev because at some time. He's going to be out there either a little or a lot against the Bergeron line, mm-hmm. and he's got to be better than he was in the regular season. 
I, I think he I think he's a real yeah. under the radar key player in this series. Mm, interesting. Uh, and you think you will see? Will we see a lot of Matthews and Bergeron matched up? Who's going to want to stay away from that, or who's going to want that? What do you uh, think? On the uh, in Boston, um, I, I think you'll see that. Okay. In Toronto, I think you'll see Kadri versus Bergeron. Okay. Um, it doesn't have much to do with Matthews. I think it's got more to do with Nylander, to be honest. Oh, with okay, you. yeah, interesting. Um, sure, yeah, yeah. You know, like. I don't think they worry about Matthews against anybody. Right. Um, but the you know the cadre line, you also have Marlow on it. Uh, Marner's um, certainly better than adequate. You know, I mean, like he's he's not this big, robust guy, but right. man, he can. You know, he's smart. He gets the puck out of the zone. And he makes plays. The way you want to defend Bergeron, of course, is to make him play in his zone and make sure that he doesn't have the puck a whole lot uh, in yours. And so maybe that's where they feel like. Um, Matthews can can um, can have a, an impact. He can hold the puck in the in the offensive zone. So we'll we'll see how we'll see how that plays out. But I think on the road it's Matthews versus uh, Bergeron. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I mean, when you go back to guessing in the series, and, and you, you admit that some of these you know are kind of a coin flip. To me, Ray, the only one that I'm 100% sure of, 100% is is Nashville beating Colorado. Would you agree? Oh, I don't. I don't see any. I don't see any any way that yeah. they don't. But other than that series, would you be surprised if any of the teams that you picked against won? <laughs> um, Minnesota, maybe. Minnesota, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Be, like I don't. I don't. Like I don't see how they can do it. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't. Like Minnesota. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm overstating Winnipeg. But I think Winnipeg's a terrific team. But they're also inexperienced. We, yep. we talked about this a little earlier, right? They're, they're inexperienced, and they can get a little emotional, right? Like yep. That, yep. That, I would say that's not out of the realm of possibility for them. But I, I, I would be shocked if Minnesota wins this series. Uh, all right, okay, so that's, that's kind of the run of the playoffs. We're going to keep track of these, Ray, and see how you and I do uh, throughout the rounds. I uh... Yeah, probably not very good. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, what'd you get some bumping going on in the background? What's going on there? The MGM. Oh, I got my room service delivered. You know, like I, I got to eat. You know, and <laughs> this is so it's uh, like a nice little cob salad here. And uh, yeah, right. what's ready to go? Unfortunately, I got to talk to you while I'm still eating it. So our, our listeners did like oh. to play that game earlier, but what's going? What's Ray doing while the pot is? Yes, going what's on. in the background? I. I'm doing my best. I'm doing my best to stay focused, but yeah. you know me. That, right. doesn't, that doesn't happen. No, exactly. Um, all right. Well, let's uh, let's do a few more things before we wrap up here. Uh, first up, the Rangers, Alan Vigneault, uh, let go after five years at, in New York. Their signs were saying near the end of the year. I think I was reading a Larry Brooks column. said that it sounded like uh, Jeff Gordon was going to keep him. Uh, they let him go. And uh, your thoughts on that? Um, I, I think uh, I think Elaine Vigneault is an excellent coach. Yes, you are. And a fan. I don't think he'll be. Yeah, and I don't think he'll be unemployed long. Um, but I do think it was in New York, given what they're doing, turning the team over to, uh, you know, a, not a complete rebuild, but a, a com, you know, it's a reshuffle. They're going to move some players out. They've got a lot of younger players. It sounds like uh, Ilya Kovalchuk is going to sign there. Yeah, uh, he can sign any t- any time after April fifteenth. Um, when his contract's over in Russia. So it's, that's why I say it's not a complete rebuild. But I, I think it was time that they, you know, A.V.'s a- message seemed to be, 
wearing a little thin there. So I, I thought it was time uh, yeah. for them to make a change. Now, be interesting to see which way Jeff Gordon goes. Will he go with a, a younger guy like Jim Montgomery from University of Denver mm-hmm. or David Quinn from Boston University? Or will it be uh, an older guy, um, Daryl Sutter? Could it yeah. be Daryl Sutter? You know, like there's, there's lots of ways he could go. Um, they have Lindy Ruff on their staff. Could he promote Lindy Ruff? You know, I, yeah. I, something tells me, though, it's going to be uh, a newer first-time coach. Mm-hmm. Kovalchuk oh. signing a little weird with the direction they're going? Uh, I thought so. Yeah. Like, I, it seems like it's half a commitment to something. <laughs> you know, like, you, you know, it's like it's not like he, they're not going to win now. Yeah. And he's 35. Yeah, no, I, not, it's very wouldn't strange. They, wouldn't you just rebuild it all? But I don't know. It's New York. New York likes their headliners. They've got all kinds of cap space. Yeah. And so maybe, you know, Ely becomes a rich player for them. I'm not sure, though, Steve, why he would necessarily sign immediately with the Rangers. Yeah. Yeah, I found other that a little odd, It is New York. Yeah, it is. Because you think you want to come back to a team that's, you know, right on the cusp of winning. Yeah. But maybe that's not available. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I found it a, a little strange for sure. Um, all right, before we wrap up, uh, the Humboldt Bronco, Broncos, of course, the bus crash that uh, has been taking over a huge part of the news and some some really cool, in the, in the face of a, a horrific tragedy, some really cool stories coming out of it and really nice things to warm your heart. But in the end, uh, you know, a lot of lives were lost. And, Ray, you rode a lot of buses for a lot of years, and, and you know what this was like uh you know, for these kids and, and, and life in, in junior hockey leagues? Well, the, the way I've described it, Steve, is the bus was a rolling house uh, for, for most of us. I, I rode literally hundreds and hundreds of bus rides. You know, I played in Portland, Oregon, and I played in Brandon, Manitoba, the two furthest places in the Western Hockey League. Mm-hmm. So I was on the bus a lot. And in Portland, you would go up through the mountains a lot, you know, like up into – the interior into BC, you're up and down the mountains, you're in the snow. On the prairies, you're out, I mean, you're miles and miles and miles yeah. from anything. And so you'd get on the bus and there'd be like this excitement and, uh, you know, everybody's happy. Oh, we're going on a road trip. Um, you get into your seat, always the same seat. You know, you don't move around. It's okay. Kind of like your own little. Yeah, yeah. You, you chat with the guy in front of you or behind you, start to play cards. You watch a movie, you sleep, you eat. Like It's like a moving house. And I never really felt unsafe. I just got on the bus, and you never really thought about it. Yep. And there are thousands of bus trips a year, and you never think about it. And then this horrible accident happens, and you think, well, I guess that's possible. Like, that, that was my, like, I never even really think of it. Yeah. Team gets on the bus, they go from one city to the next. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's like, he's, you know, somebody made a mistake, and that's where the accident happened. And it's a horrific mistake. But in the, in the States, there's been these mass shootings, and you can see that there's a road for something better. Whether it's gun control of some kind, or whether it's mental health, connections to the, you know, to the gun registration, whatever it is, 
you can see a road to, hey, this could be better. Yeah. I don't see the road here, Steve. And that's what, aside from the terrible loss of life, that's what really bothers me. Yeah. Because I don't see a road to make things better. Like, what are you going to do? Like, you're going to have to bust. Yep. The next day, hundreds of teams were busting all over the place. Yep, yep. It's Whether it's way of life. in the United States for hockey or yep. soccer or volleyball or whatever and all the junior playoffs and the American League games, and, and it all goes on. But I can't get past, you know, the, the stories that we've seen, yeah. um, you know, the coaches, the, you know, the radio guy, the bus driver, and then these teenagers that, Never got an answer. It's so, so sad. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's almost like I feel like in a way, Steve, when, when you're sitting there talking about it, and we, we've all talked about it with somebody, or, you know, our wife or our friends or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and kind of feel like you talk in a circle. Because no matter what you say, it all comes back to this horrific thing. Yeah, yeah. And these boys and the the people of the support people that their lives ended a bus trip that they've made a lot. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's big news down here. It made a lot of newscasts down here. A lot of, a lot of people in the USA were also reading about it and hearing about it. And, and yeah, you're right. Well, I, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's something that most parents can identify with because their kids have been on road trips for hockey or yeah. baseball, soccer, or any other sport, or they've been on field trips for school, and you just get in the school bus. Yeah, yeah. And you don't think of I think that always I got onto this bus and it was big, and you felt kind of safe. Yeah. And uh, so I think everybody can associate or themselves with that situation. Now, these parents and family members and girlfriends and, like, how do they go on? Yeah. You know, like, uh, how, I guess, you, you know, you take your you take literally one step at a time. You don't think about tomorrow because that's, that's too far. You just think about what's right in front of your feet. Yeah. And it's, uh, it might be corny, but, it you know, I, I read this after the, um, the Florida Marlins pitcher uh, died in that boating accident, and mm-hmm. Clint Hurdle was the manager. And uh, he had this quote, and it, it stuck with me, and he said, uh, you've got to be where your feet are. Be present. Yeah. Be the best of today. And I was like, wow, that, you know, because I, I think a lot of us are guilty of not being where our feet are. And uh, I just wish all of those people the, you know, the very best in dealing with, with this. I, I can't even imagine. Well said. Absolutely. Um, all right, everybody. Well, that's another uh, episode of Pulp Hockey. Ray's predictions, first-round predictions. And, uh, yeah, should be should be some great playoffs, man. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, like I said last week, I love the first round of the NHL playoffs. It is uh, absolutely Well, next week, Steve, next week we can amend our picks. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, we'll, we'll fix everything. Because we're probably going to hate four of the eight. Right. And right. then it'll be too late to amend it, and we're going to have to chew on it. Yeah. So I – I hope uh, hope the hockey fans enjoy it. Like you know, we're talking about it as the best of the playoffs, and it is. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope the first round's awesome. I uh, hope your teams all do well, because I don't care who wins. And so, somewhere along the line, I'll be fine. Um, 
but uh, thanks for listening. Um, we'll get questions in next week. Get some questions in about the playoffs, about what you see, and uh, we can go through that next week. Perfect. Thanks, Ray.